The following contains some f**ks and sh**s. If you don't want to hear it, switch off now. Bye, Felicia. Confessions of a train wreck. Go sustainable. Before we get into today's Sustainability Sunday episode, I just wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping to ask whether or not you liked the format of these additional episodes. Do you like them shorter and more bite-sized, or would you prefer for them to be longer like a normal Trainwreck Tuesday episode? Um, I've actually got some really exciting interviews coming up in the next few weeks for Sustainability Sunday, which I'm super excited for you to hear, but I just wanted to check in to see that I'm actually delivering you the content in the way that you like to consume it. So as always, please hit me up on Instagram at PhoebeACP or join our closed Facebook... (laughs) Gets me every time. Or join our closed Facebook group, Trainwreck Podcast Community. Trainwreck is two words. And share your tips and pictures and let's keep that conversation going. So this week I wanted to start by talking about the news announcement that Woolworths made this week. So the supermarket giant rolled out a 10-week trial in New Zealand where they replaced all plastic with cardboard boxes and brown paper bags in their produce aisles in some of their stores. Now, I think this trial started in around October last year, but the movement garnered a massive wave of support from Aussie shoppers too, who've all campaigned for less plastic to be made available in our supermarkets. And you can see that uproar on Facebook. Um, so this week, a Woolworths spokesperson's actually come out and said that they're closely following the trial in New Zealand as part of their commitment to reducing their environmental footprint across the entire Woolworths group, which, as well as Woolworths, includes Dan Murphy's, BWS, Cellar Masters and Langston's. What I found most interesting about this was reading some of the comments that were written underneath the article from people who were trolling Woolworths for not doing more. But... I'm actually going to defend Woolies here because they've already done quite a bit and in the last two years they've already progressively removed 1,000 tonnes of plastic from their fruit and veggie section and in New Zealand they've invested $500,000 into new shelving and packaging changes to help support this movement, which I think are all good indications that they're on the right track moving forward. Personally, I think that sustainability has a lot to do with consumer behaviour and it's going to take a behaviour change from us to in turn affect the way companies operate. So I put this out to Instagram and I asked you guys what your hacks were and I got so many cool ideas that might actually help you change some of your behaviours. FYI, I was like super inundated with so many incredible suggestions. I've picked out just a few for us to go through today to help change our consumer behaviour. Amy said, Purchasing from refill stores like The Source and Naked Foods by filling up your own containers full of non-perishable foods and cleaning products. Yes, queen! I am such a huge fan of The Source bulk food and that's actually where I go with my Hipster AF mason jars to buy all sorts of things. I pretty religiously go there and stock up on things like nutritional yeast and granola And when I really want to treat myself, might I recommend the dark chocolate freeze-dried strawberries? Oh, they are so good. And it's a bit of a double win for you because you can just purchase the amount you want. So in turn, you actually also reduce the amount of food waste. And you'll probably also find that you'll save some dollars by buying it that way because you're not buying as much and you're only buying what you need. Elmac said, using a menstrual cup. Look, I've spoken about this on the podcast before. One of my absolute dearest friends, Natalie, who you would have heard on the podcast many, many, many times before, 
who's also an old work colleague of mine and an old roommate, actually gave me a menstrual cup for my birthday. And at the risk of being a little bit too TMI, I have tried to use it a couple of times, but I couldn't actually use it and I still don't know why. Someone recently actually sent me a YouTube tutorial, which I should probably go back and watch because I'm hellbent on the menstrual cup. I'm, I'm going to make it work. Um, I really do love this idea, but I just want to roll off the back of it and also suggest using your purchase power to opt for Tom Organics when you buy sanitary items like pads and tampons. Their products are all certified organic and they have a completely transparent supply chain on their website. You can look it up, admitting that the outer packaging is all recyclable and some of their products are also 100% biodegradable. And the ones that aren't, they're very clear and transparent about how they can figure out how to improve that. Um, Also, I just discovered that Tom has another brand underneath the Tom brand umbrella called Tushies by Tom, which sells planet-friendly nappies and wipes for all the mums out there. Talia said, I invested in reusable cotton makeup pads instead of buying makeup wipes. Girl, can you tell me more about these? Because I am obsessed with makeup remover wipes, but I don't want to be anymore. I just did a quick little Google search and I am shooketh to my core that I have discovered that makeup remover wipes and plastic tampon wrappers are two of the most common items that get flushed down the toilet. That is disgusting, and if you do that, stop it right now. Yes, I am judging you savagely because that is gross. Also, it can really break your toilet, so just don't do it. And if anyone has any suggestions about reusable cotton makeup pads, please hit me up and let me know. I have read about one. I think it was called Halo Face Wipes. Can't be sure. Can't quote me. Help us this out. If I had a dollar for every person who answered with go vego, vegan or reduced meat consumption, I would have $38. I said this in the sustainability hacks episode that I did with Lottie, but I always thought that Meat Free Monday was about health and digestion. I literally had no idea that it had so much to do with greenhouse gas emissions, water waste and deforestation. And I have to say, ladies, I am woke. I didn't even realise that Meat Free Monday originally started as a not-for-profit campaign that the McCartney started to raise awareness about the environmental impacts of animal agriculture. So, on average, Australians eat 26 kilos of beef every year, and that requires between 5,000 and 20,000 litres of water to produce. So, just to put that into perspective, producing one kilo of wheat requires only between 500 and 4,000 litres of water. So obviously going vegetarian or vegan isn't going to be realistic for everyone. I've said it before, I'm going to say it now, and I absolutely know that I'm going to say it again in the future, but this isn't about being perfect. It's just about doing a little bit better and finding something that's going to work for your lifestyle. So personally for me, cutting out meat on a Monday is probably achievable and maintainable. So that's what I'm going to do moving forward. So if anyone has any scrummy, meat-free meals they want to share, pretty, pretty, pretty please, with Rapidure Sugar on top, post them in the Closed Trainwreck Facebook community group. God, that is a mouthful, and I stuff it up every time, but the link is in this week's show notes. Join, share your pictures. Long-time listeners will already know my food preferences and my culinary ability, so please don't make it too complicated. I actually bought all the ingredients for an air-fried satay tofu Buddha bowl, so stay tuned. I might actually post it in the group myself. Ashy said, I get coffee grains from my local barista and use them on my garden and in my DIY body scrub. When I first read this, I was like, girl, coffee in the garden? What the hell? So obviously I googled it and it turns out that little old saying, you learn something new every day, is very, very true. 
So, turns out Ashy is right, and coffee grounds can actually be used as a fertiliser because they're very rich in nitrogen, potassium and phosphorus, all of which make for the perfect slow-release fertiliser when sprinkled thinly onto your soil. Um, they can also be used in compost because apparently worms love coffee grounds in really small amounts. There you go. More like us than we thought. And as for the body scrub, my sister used to actually make her DIY body scrub out of coffee grounds, sugar and coconut oil. Um, the caffeine in the coffee ground can actually help reduce inflammation and skin breakouts, can help stimulate blood circulation and the grounds from the sugar can help exfoliate and remove the dead skin cells from the body and improve the texture of your skin. And Natalie said, Tupperware, so much Tupperware. Preach, sis. My OG listeners will already know that I'm an absolute meal prep queen. And regretfully, I used to buy those single-use plastic containers to do my meal prep in every single week, simply for the convenience factor. I work very, very long hours. I work seven days a week. And I relished far too much in the convenience of not having to wash up my containers after I use them. And I rationalized it to myself that I didn't have enough time. But the cold hard truth is I didn't prioritize the time. But I am pleased to say that I managed to invest in good quality Tupperware that I use day in, day out, every single day for lunch, for dinner and for my snacks. And when I use that along with my keep cup and my reusable water bottle, I have already saved so much single use plastic and literally all I have to do is put it in the dishwasher when I get home. Like how lazy was I? Also, it makes my fridge look really, really, really neat and it really appeases the OCD in me. So I recommend getting yourself some pretty looking Tupperware. I honestly only just scratched the surface here and you all sent in so many amazing suggestions, but I want you to keep them coming. So again, please get involved on Instagram or join the Clothes Trainwreck podcast Facebook community. The links to both are in this week's show notes. So just a little word up, next week's Sustainability Sunday episode features a really fun interview which you don't want to miss, trust me. Make sure you tune in on Tuesday for my episode with the amazing James Smith PT. And until then, bye.